Hey, what's going on guys? My name is Dave and I'm here with your AFC South Scoop. This week's headlines include the Jaguars clinching the number one overall pick, the Texans being god-awful, and the Colts or Titans facing the possibility of missing the playoffs after their losses this past weekend. So let's start with the Jaguars clinching the number one overall pick. If you told me a few weeks ago that the Jaguars would have the number one pick, I thought I would have thought that you were absolutely crazy. I mean, the Jets seemed like they had absolutely no hope. Adam Gates seemed like he had no idea what he was doing. Sam Darnold looked absolutely awful. But somehow they beat these fringe NFL playoff teams in the Rams and the Browns. I have no idea how they did it, why they did it. I mean, at this point, you may as well purposely tank. I know that you might face some fines here and there. You might face some penalties. But let's be honest. You can you can tank and, and, and get away with it. You can basically say, hey, I'm not tanking on purpose. I'm just a bad team. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest here. But anyways, the Jaguars clinching the number one overall pick means that they will likely draft Trevor Lawrence, who I think will be excellent in the NFL. I watched him in Clemson in, in the 2019 uh, season when he went up against Alabama, and he was absolutely spectacular. He wasn't that great earlier this year against LSU, but I still think that he has a great arm. He can run when he wants to. He's super smart, and he's super reliable. Um, but who in the world do the Jags have? Josh Allen? I mean, I'm not talking about the MVP candidate, Josh Allen. I'm talking about the defensive player, Josh Allen, who recorded 10.5 sacks last season, but he was on injury reserve this season. They also have Miles Jack, who signed a huge contract in 2019, but... I don't really know too much about him. I looked at his stats earlier today, and I really didn't see too much potential or really see what's up with him. They also have D.D. Westbrook, who who might be good. I mean, he has never recorded a 1,000-yard season, but he's probably the most reliable target. Um, honestly, just looking at the Jaguars, if they do draft uh, Trevor Lawrence, they're probably going to have a Bengals type of season, a 2020 Bengals type of season. Um I see Trevor Lawrence kind of having a Joe Burrow season, uh, minus the injury, obviously. Prayers go out of Joe Burrow. Um, I think that, you know, the Jaguars will be competitive, maybe pull off an upset here or there, but that's about it. They'll probably maybe win three or four games in the season. Um, but yeah, I do have a hypothetical situation, though. What if the Jaguars actually end up trading the first overall pick for a bunch of other picks? That would be absolutely crazy, but... Hear me out. I mean, the Browns did it. You know, they could have drafted Deshaun Watson. They traded away their pick. They could have drafted Carson Wentz. They traded away their pick. So what makes me think that the Jaguars might not do that? I mean, yeah, Trevor Lawrence is an old world talent, but you never know with these teams these days. They might honestly just choose to trade them. Um, but, you know, again, Trevor Lawrence is supposed to be the next Andrew Luck. He's supposed to be the best draft prospect we've ever seen. So... I don't think the Jaguars should trade that pick, but we'll see what happens. Now, let's move on to the Texans. I'm from Houston. I was born and raised here, so uh, when I got into football back in 2012, uh, the first team that I rooted for was the Texans, and I still root for them. Even though I try to find a new team, try to jump on the bandwagon, I simply cannot get off um, what the Texans are doing. And I remember in 2012 watching the Texans. The first game that I actually watched was their divisional game against uh, uh, their di the divisional play playoff game against the Patriots, and I saw them get blown out. And when I saw that game, I thought, "Hey, the Texans really need an elite quarterback." Sure, Matt Schaub can do a lot of things. You know, he was 
selling the play fake. He was able to get the ball out to Andre Johnson, to Arian Foster, all those guys. Um, but he wasn't great, and we saw what happened in 2013 when he absolutely blew up. Um, and, you know, they got Deshaun Watson, and I was so happy about that because you combine that 2012 defense, and, and they were able to really maintain a large part of that defense uh, when they drafted Deshaun. And they had DeAndre Hopkins, and I thought, oh my god, the Texans finally have what they needed. And what happened is, is Bill O'Brien decided, let me go ahead and trade away all these key pieces. Let's trade away Clowney, which in hindsight actually looks like it was a great decision. Um, he's demanding a lot of money, and he really hasn't produced as much as um, you would have thought. I mean, he produced um, a decent season with the Seahawks, but he really hasn't been that great this season. Um, but then... He traded away DeAndre Hopkins, and that was an awful decision. I think it was just purely motivated by his anger and his desire for power. And we look at where the Texans are now. Deshaun is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I don't care what anyone else says. Everyone says. A lot of people say that he's overrated, but I think that's just that's just completely false. I mean, let's look at the stats. He's second in passing yards with 4,458. He's only trailing Patrick Mahomes. He's ninth in passing touchdowns with 30. He's tied for sixth in interceptions with six. And he has a 10th highest QBR with 71.6. I mean, he's an elite quarterback. At the very least, you have to admit that he's in the top half. Um, if you just look at QBR, for example, um, and passing touchdowns. But he has absolutely nothing to work with. I mean, who are his receivers? He has Brandon Cooks. He has Bill Fuller. Uh, he had... A few other guys and they've all been in and out of the rotation a lot of them have just been getting injured a lot and and honestly I, I I'm very surprised that Deshaun was able to produce this season I mean he's surpassed his touchdown totals and um, it's super surprising to me that he's been able to produce this season a lot of kudos go out to him and it's unfortunate that he's not the MVP conversation because he can't seem to win a game because his defense isn't really producing his offense isn't producing what they most need him the most um, you know, for example, you look at the two Colts games. The first one, the offense, the center essentially snapped the ball really bad. Deshaun lost the ball. Game over. They probably could have won that game. You look at the last game against the Colts. Deshaun threw a great pass, um, and the receiver just fumbled the ball. And that was absolutely awful. Just just watching that, it just it just hurt my feelings, and I felt so bad for Deshaun Watson. And honestly, at this point of the season, I feel like they've just given up. I know they started rallying back, you know, they beat the Patriots, they beat the Lions, and it looked like they could have made a run at the playoffs at the very least, but then that loss to the Colts, that first loss, absolutely just demoralized them. I don't I don't know what's going to happen with them. They're 4-11, and and they just lost to the Bengals despite Deshaun putting up 300-plus yards, three TDs, and no interceptions. I really don't know where this team is going. I mean, they have no cap space. They don't have any draft picks. Uh, Deshaun is there. I mean, he's a great quarterback, and as long as you have a quarterback, you can find a way to win in this league. But I don't feel like there's that much hope for the Texans. I mean, for the next few seasons, I mean, they might hire Eric Bieniemy, get a good GM, um, and they might be able to win a few more games next season. They might feel a little more enthusiastic about the season, but they're probably not a playoff team for the next few years. And honestly, if you look at it, the two worst teams in the divisions will have the best quarterbacks in the division. I mean, no offense to Ryan Tannehill. He's doing great in Tennessee, but let's be honest. I mean, he, he wasn't that great when he was in Miami. He's probably just a system quarterback. Um, 
but you look at Trevor Lawrence and you look at Deshaun Watson, they can probably fit in anywhere, and they're going to be stuck on the two worst teams in the division and possibly in the league, uh, depending on how next season goes and how uh, the worst teams currently in the league respond. Well, actually, the Jaguars are one of the worst teams in the league, but y you get what I'm saying. So let's look at the Titans and Colts, the two powerhouses of the AFC South, at least for this season. So the Titans were absolutely smoked by the Packers. And honestly, I'm not too surprised by that. Firstly, it was a primetime game. The Titans aren't really that great um, in primetime games. Also, they were playing in the snow. Tennessee is a bit cold. I mean, you know, I'm, I am I go to college in Nashville, Tennessee, and it is cold there. You know, temperatures drop, but it never snows like the way it does in Green Bay. And I, I just don't think that they were ready for that. And you look at the Colts, and that game was actually super surprising. The Steelers were on... This huge losing streak, having lost to the Bengals, the Washington football team. I, I thought that the Colts were going to win that game. And when they had that 24-7 lead, I, I thought that it was over. I thought the Colts were going to clinch a playoff spot and probably have a chance at, um, you know, making a run in the playoffs, probably winning their, their division because I thought that the Packers were uh, going to beat the Titans later that day. Um, but somehow they blew the lead. And honestly, in hindsight, I don't know why I was so shocked to see the Colts blow this lead. I've, I've always liked Phillip Rivers. He's a good guy. He's a good quarterback. Uh, you know, he's, he's always put up big numbers. Um, and I, I thought he was in a lot of unfortunate circumstances um, with the Chargers. But I saw the Colts blew this lead. And honestly, I'm not surprised because Phillip Rivers always does these type of things. He might have a great season, but then suddenly he just... He just lays an egg. Uh, you know, I remember a few seasons ago against the Patriots in the divisional playoff game. I thought, you know, the Patriots looked bad all season. Phillip Rivers is motivated because he's never won a ring. They got blown out. I don't know at this point why I'm surprised by anything that Phillip Rivers does or, or anything that his team does. He, he's probably never going to win a ring. Um, I mean, honestly, at this point, I feel like he should just accept a backup role with a team that's a Super Bowl contender and hope to win a ring that way. Um... But I don't know. I, I don't think that he has that type of personality to, to sit on the bench. And he was fairly productive this season, but uh, that's unfortunate. Um, as far as the Colts making the playoffs or the Titans making the playoffs, I do see both of them making it. And this is why. So let's look at the seeding. So you have the 4th, 5th, 6th, and 7th seed all at stake. And you have the Titans going up against the Texans. Again, I talked about how the Texans are absolutely demoralized. They, This is a lost season. They don't care at this point. So I honestly see Tennessee just, just smoking the Texans. And honestly, Tennessee is a good team. I don't view them as a team that will make the Super Bowl, but they're a threat on any given Sunday, any given day. And they might win a playoff uh, game. They might even make a deep run, for all I know. But, yeah, I think the Tennessee Titans are going to win that game. They're going to make the playoffs because of it because they're already high up in the standings anyways. So you look at the Colts. They're going up against the Jaguars. They did lose early in the season, but I don't see that happening again. I see them winning 11 games. Now, even if they do win this game, they still need some help to make the playoffs. They need one of the other teams to lose. So let's look at this. We have the Ravens, and the Ravens are absolutely hot. I don't see them losing their game. They're probably going to win that game, and they're probably going to make the playoffs because of that. So that leaves Miami, and that leaves Cleveland. Both teams could very well lose. I mean, both of them are fairly young. 
Uh, both of them have made mistakes in the past, so both of them could lose. But let's start out with Cleveland versus Pittsburgh. Big Ben is not playing, so I think that, honestly, the Cleveland Browns should be able to win that game. I mean, Baker Mayfield is still playing pretty well this season, and, uh, you know, Pittsburgh not having Big Ben, even though they won the game against the Colts, that doesn't mean that all their issues are resolved. And Big Ben is 38 years old, and he may not have made a huge difference on offense, but he's still better than any of their backup options. And I, I do see Cleveland being able to win that game with their defense and uh, with Jarvis Landry uh, hopefully coming back and uh, Baker Mayfield playing um, his usual self. So let's look at the Miami Dolphins versus the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills are absolutely hot. Honestly, I would probably pick them to make the Super Bowl and upset the Chiefs because Josh Allen is absolutely insane this season. I have Stephon Diggs being one of his main targets. Whew, I, I, I don't see them losing. Um, you know, they might choose to take the safer route, especially knowing that the Steelers are not going to play Big Ben because if they do, if they both lose their games, um, Buffalo ends up with the two seed and Pittsburgh ends up with the three seed. But honestly, the two and the three seed doesn't really matter this season because the two seed is not getting a bye. Um, I mean, you might want to face a certain team, but it doesn't make a, a great big difference in the grand scheme of things. So I, I don't know how that's going to work out. I mean, they might sit, Buffalo might end up sitting uh, Josh Allen, but we'll see what ends up happening. But either way, I think that the Miami Dolphins are probably better than the Colts. I feel like, you know, they're a huge threat to a lot of teams. But unfortunately, I see them losing the game to Buffalo if Josh Allen uh, does not sit. And that's going to be unfortunate for the Dolphins, but honestly, who expected to see them win 10 games this season? I mean, they should just pat themselves on the back and uh, play for next season because this was an incredible season by them. And they shouldn't be sad that they're not in the playoffs this season because they'll, they'll be back. Um, so yeah, that kind of covers what's going on in the AFC South this week. We look at the Jaguars clinching the number one overall pick. That means that they're probably going to draft Trevor Lawrence unless they decide to trade it for some odd reason. Look at the Texans. Deshaun Watson is absolutely miserable. There's probably no hope for him over the next few seasons, but at least he has that huge contract and at least the Texans have a quarterback. Look at the Titans and Colts. I see them making I see both of them making the playoffs. But the Colts obviously do need some help. And I think a lot of it depends on um, how the Buffalo Bills play their game against the Dolphins, but we'll end up seeing. I appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to me, and I hope that you have a great week and a great New Year's. I'll go ahead and uh, talk to you guys next week. Thank you.